Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 140 with the amazing Shannon Smadella. Shannon was a successful manager with Cutco Vector Canada, before moving on to pursue other interests. Named Miss Canada in 2009, the outer transformation Shannon underwent in pursuing this crown brought about a far more significant inner transformation. Shannon has since used her platform to impact children and adults all over North America and beyond with technologies for mental and physical well-being. Extensively trained in the yogic sciences, Shannon educates others about inner beauty and self-care. In this short snippet, Shannon reminds us all that we can be much more productive and give more value to others in business and in our personal relationships when we make sure that we fill our own cup first. And she shares a few key strategies for self-care. If health and wellness are important to you, take a few minutes to check out Organifi which I call the Cutco of Superfood Blends. Visit changinglivespodcast.com and click on the deals link to learn more and get 20% off of everything they offer. Recently, Shannon Smadella was honored with the Women of Inspiration Nest Award from the Universal Women's Network. You'll hear today why Shannon is such a great inspiration to so many others. To hear more of her story and insights, you can revisit our full conversation at episode number 140. You have been extensively trained in yogic sciences. Uh, you've learned a lot about uh, Reiki, metaphysics, and you teach people about mental and physical well-being. I would love if you could share a few of your insights on self-care today. Yeah, absolutely. My background in that goes about 15 years into the yogic sciences and metaphysics and whatnot and helping people on, I guess you could say a metaphysical level with whole wellness. So we know that we you know, have to be healthy in the mind. We know that we have to be healthy in the body, but we also have to be healthy in spirit and having, you know, a really good spiritual practice has really helped me these past 15 years. And self-care is so important, especially in business. And that's something I had to learn the hard way because in business, we get so wrapped up in achieving the goals and working hard and getting things done. And sometimes we forget about 
the vehicle that's actually doing these things, the body and the mind. And we need to really take that time to have that self-care and fill our cup first and make sure that we're doing well spiritually, mentally, and physically so that we can be even better in these things that we do in business and in life. And things just as simple as, you know, making sure you take that time to de-stress first and foremost, like always, I don't go a day without doing meditation for someone just starting out, you know, even five minutes and 10 minutes just to like sit down and be aware of your conscious mind, like be aware of the mind that you can control. So, you know, we have the conscious mind and we have the subconscious mind. And then of course there's being unconscious as well, but with the subconscious mind, that's the, that's the tape player, you know, that plays the, the habits and the memories and the stuff that we don't think about on a daily basis. And that control that, that happens like usually probably between 80 to 95% of the day. And then the 5% is the conscious mind. And that's the part we can actually control but so many people aren't even in that conscious mind and just sitting down for those five minutes and just like (laughs) thinking and inhale, exhale, you know, you're consciously following that inhale and that exhale does so much for our mental health. And right now in the world, you know, not even including COVID what's happened with that, like we're in a mental health crisis So just even just taking that time to, you know, inhale and exhale and do that simple conscious meditation helps so much for the well-being. So self-care number one, sit down for five minutes and listen to your breath. Super simple. And then beyond that, you know, just take care of your body in regards to what you put in it. Because in the yogic lineage, the body is, they actually call it the food body because it's made up of what you put in your mouth, what you eat. So if we're eating, you know, bad food and thinking that we're going to be healthy, then, you know, it just, it's not going to happen, right? Some time, some day down the road, it's going to give way. There's going to be some kind of imbalance or ailment that we're going to have to face that we're going to have to deal with. So by eating good foods, you know, that are nourishing the body and, and the prana or life force energy will definitely give a person more energy, thus make them more successful at, um, at what they're doing in their life. I just appreciate the idea that you shared about filling the importance of filling our cup first, if we want to be able to help other people as best as we can perform our roles in life as best as we can. I know the challenge that I experienced that I think a lot of people might relate to is just the idea that there's not an urgency for self-care, you know, today, right? It's like, if I don't take a few minutes to de-stress today, if I, if I don't eat well today, I won't be ill tomorrow, probably. And so there's not this urgency to realize, right, the accumulated effect of every single day. How do you counsel people about getting around that mindset? It's a mindset that has been set, I think, by society for us to put work (laughs) first, but we can't do work 
And if we're not healthy, you know, if we're not sound mind and body. So it's mandatory if we want to be good at what we do, that we have to take care of that. And if we don't, I've worked with so many people and even from my own experience, just pushing too hard, you know, working over a hundred hours a week, just wanting to be the, the top, you know, the top performer. And then things eventually give out and give way and illness starts to come in. Disease comes in and disease is disease. It's imbalance in the body. And you have to like regain that balance. So first of all, don't lose it in the first place. <laughs> you know, try to keep that balance by putting yourself first. And and hopefully, you know, work with an employer or, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially people in Cutco and Vector, you're your own boss, right? So schedule in that time in the morning, ideally is the best before the day even begins. And, you know, get your, get your physical, get your mental in, I mean, like your mental work. So physical would be like, do some exercise, do some yoga. Physical actually prepares the body to be able to go into meditation. So you do like your yoga, your workout first, and then you'd sit for like meditation, even if it's five, 10 minutes, do your mental work there. Even if it's listening to a guided meditation, if you can't just sit and instill the mind yet, and then, then you go into your day, right. And make that a routine, something that, okay, I'm going to take care of myself first every day. And then I'm going to go into the day and do the best that I can and be the best that I can be. What about if, you know, someone has this ability to uh, take care of them, that had the habit of taking care of themselves first and taking time to de-stress, but there are others in your life that are contributing stress. What, you know, like, I, I feel like there's a, a lot of people could probably relate to the idea of being around others, whether it's at home or at work who are constantly stressed and are constantly, you know, feeling urgent about things or getting upset about things. It's hard not to have that affect you if that's around you, right? Oh, absolutely. And you know, it does affect you because those emotions, everything's energy. Mm -hmm. You know, if we, if we like work it down to like the electrons and the protons and the neutrons, <laughs> you know, everything is energy. We learn this in, in, elementary school and physics, right? And that does affect you because that energy that's around you does affect you. So you either have to A, cut that person out of your life. And sometimes that's impossible if it's like a loved one or, or a family member, or B, you get really good at protecting your own energy. And there are certain ways that you can do that energetically, even if it's just mentally visualization is so powerful it's like just even creating a bubble around you as silly as it sounds creating a bubble of positivity around yourself and protection does wonders and knowing that you know okay i'm going into my day my energy is protected i'm feeling great i'm feeling wonderful no one else's energy is going to affect me because guess what it's their energy and they can keep that energy. And, you know, if you're just, you know, you walk into a room and you're around someone who's stressed out or negative, you know, even just visualizing, imagining that energy that they have coming and bouncing off you. <laughs> 
as silly as it sounds, it works mm-hmm. and it has great effects. And just knowing that you control your energy and that you're not going to let anyone else control it. Mm, because, that's a great insight. Mm-hmm, because you might be able to feel someone else's energy, which everyone can. We're all, you know, hopefully sensitive enough to do that. And especially, <laughs> especially as a vector manager, you interview so many people, you get to read people really well and, and read people's energy and just sensing that and knowing that you have the choice of whether you're taking that on or, or not and being aware and conscious of it as well. Yeah. And just, you know, keeping your positive bubble and hopefully your positive energy will rub off on, <laughs> on those people that are stressed out, you know, and that need that little extra positive energy in their life. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.